to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Operation Crimson Mist. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it is Tuesday, May 24th in the year 2022. We open tonight with some very heavy news of a shooting in Texas, which I understand now the number is up to 21 children that have been killed in that mass murder. And we're going to talk a lot about that tonight. Uh, And I'll correct that. That's 18 students, one adult killed. And, of course, immediately the media, CNN, is screaming gun control, so you can smell a rat in this one right from the beginning. It doesn't take away the blood that's been shed today. So this is a crazy time, Patriots. We are into the worst of it, and there's so many things happening, and the name of the game is chaos and pain because these people that run this world have no intention of giving up their power. They are doing everything they can to disrupt and to threaten everything that we have. So before we begin tonight, just keep in mind that it is important that you also take care of your own security and your own wealth. It's That's an important part in these trying times because things are going to get really crazy. Patriots, we have been witnessing the economy slowly go through a death spiral. And the Fed has boxed itself in. The economy is in dire straits. And thanks to a loose money policy, there's no end in sight. Apparently, you just can't spend trillions every year without repercussions. And now, in an attempt to play catch-up, the Fed is raising rates and plans to do it seven more times this year. We're already starting to see the ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes. What are you doing to protect your money? Have you considered what could happen if the stock market continues to fall or worse, crashes? Don't wait until that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898 for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text BARDS to 989898 and secure the gains from the hard-earned capital that you have. Join the thousands of Happy Birch customers, the countless five-star reviews, and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Birch Gold. They're professionals. They're some of the best in the market. So again, text BARDS at 989898 to protect your future with gold. So Patriots, check that out. Birch Gold, I'm very proud to have them as a sponsor now for the podcast. They're outstanding people. And in these times when so much chaos is ensuing, it's also important that we take care of our home and our families in the many different ways we do that. Financial security is one of them. So again, check out Birch Gold, 989898 is what you text and type in the word BARDS when you text it. Okay, so I want to begin tonight with this Texas massacre. 
going to play a short clip here from Governor Abbott. The shooter was uh, Salvador Romas, uh, an 18-year-old male who resided in Uvalde. Uh, it's believed that he abandoned his vehicle and entered into uh, the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde with, with a handgun, and he may have also had a rifle, but that is not yet confirmed according to my most recent report. Uh, he shot and killed horrifically, incomprehensibly, uh, 14 students uh, and killed a teacher. Uh, Mr. Uh, Romas, the shooter, uh, he is he uh, he himself uh, is deceased. Uh, and it's believed that responding officers killed him. Okay, so we're going to have a few questions we begin because right away the media is going to fan the flames of this as expected, and it's always about gun control. First thing to be very clear for wherever you sit on the gun control matter, gun control does not stop a psychopath. End. And controlling guns does not control a psychopath. So now we're going to get into some hard questions, questions that the media is not asking and questions that all of us need to be demanding. So here we go. Salvador Ramos is the, is the alleged shooter. In the initial report, he was reported alive and in custody. Shortly thereafter, he was reported as dead on the scene. So the question right off the bat is, who's dropping this information? And who has such irresponsibility that they're dropping two different stories, or is it something else? Always ask the questions, the hard ones. Salvador Ramos, was he allowed to come through our open border? Did the FBI have any knowledge or interaction with him prior to the shooting? Was his, what is his family history? We need to know that. Is he a minor alone? Is he living with estranged, estranged from his parents? Is he living, what is the situation? How long has he lived in the U.S.? Was he born here? Did he have any mental issues? Was he seeing a mental counselor? Extremely important. And we'll get to that in a little bit more in a second. Where did he get the $2,057 for the purchase of the Daniel Defense Rifle? A rifle that typically you have to pre-order months in advance. Who did he buy it from? How old was he when he bought it? Where is the cell phone video footage from inside the school during the shooting? I'm not going to believe that when this cell phone age, when every single kid has a cell phone, somebody didn't record something. Where is it? And why aren't we seeing it? Was the Instagram account named S-A-L-V-8-D-O-R, Salvador, Salv8-Dor, S-A-L-V-8-D-O-R underscore, the account of Salvador Ramos. Ramos. If so, why was it deleted after the shooting? Also, if this was his account, how did he post a picture of himself one hour after the shooting? Initial reports, we already went over that, about the release of the information. And who's releasing it? 
Was Ramos a transvestite? There's a picture circulating of a young man that looks very much like Ramos, apparently from his account, his Instagram account, wearing a skirt and a girl's top. How did the authorities and the media know the shooter's details so fast when they can't even figure out the election was stolen or if Sussman is guilty? Did anyone realize that today the FBI was indicted in the Sussman case with Durham? Do you think that's a coincidence? And that's a biggie right there. The FBI today, its leadership was indicted as part of the crime by Durham in the Sussman trial. Big, big deal. Now, we're going to get into this in a little bit more. We have a few more things to go over. But one of the things that you need to understand is something called Operation Crimson Mist. I introduced it as Crimson uh, Crimson something or other. It doesn't matter. Operation Crimson Mist. Operation Crimson Mist is the operation the CIA ran that was one of the influencing forces that drove the slaughter of millions in Rwanda. And in that operation, the CIA used low-frequency microwaves, frequencies, to affect people's brain activity. So we're going to drop into this a little bit. But I want to go back here to something else as we ponder this horrific crime that's happened. And again, keep in mind that today, there's no coincidences, patriots. And it's no coincidence that today the FBI was implicated in the Durham case and its senior leadership was fully implicated. Now, I want to go back to something. I don't usually do this, but this is really interesting. Q post 69, Q post 1629. You've already heard me say it. This was just sent to me just before the show, after I'd already made my show notes. Q post 1629. Law enforcement should interview the therapists. Each shooter has one coincidentally. Targets, relocation within 30 days of each shooting, new name, FBI doesn't, doesn't know this, spooks are hard to find, dream to reality. Next Q post. Q post. Hang on just a second here. QPO 1639, we just did. 1638, the key equals therapist. Weak minds, use of symbolism to push strength and belonging to something powerful. Controlled, duty, find the link, common denominator, air made. Name can be found due to filing. Fake, background, office, other patients, relocation imminent, conspiracy risk, End for now. Haspel must find and terminate classified program. She knows. Where's Gina Haspel? That's a good question. We're not dealing with something normal here, and we're in the midst of what is going to be a massive amount of false flags that are going to cause real damage. And this is not conspiratorial. These things don't accidentally start happening suddenly on the day of a trial where the FBI is implicated in the worst crime in our modern times. 
and it's always look here, don't look there. But we are seeing the more level, the level of dramatic effects that are happening tell you that what is coming out and, and where they're headed is going to completely destabilize the power of the elites. And that's not a party issue, by the way. If you're thinking in terms of Democrat, Republican, erase that. We're dealing with maniacal psychopaths that hide in all sorts of forms. They hide as your librarian. They hide as your trans, local transvestite. They hide as your school board member. They hide as your lawyer. They hide as a politician. They hide as a Democrat. They hide as a Republican. They hide as a libertarian. They hide as the head of the who. They're all there, and they all know the house of cards is coming down. And this is huge. All right, so I want to dig into something called Operation Crimson Mist. Crimson Mist. I'll give you a little background, first of all. Between April and July of 1994, hundreds of thousands of Rwandans were murdered in the most rapid genocide ever recorded. The killers used simple tools, machetes, clubs, other blunt objects, or herded people into buildings and set them aflame with kerosene. Most of the victims were minority Tutsi ethnicity. Most of the killings belonged to the majority of the Hutsu. Hutus. The Rwanda genocide has been compared to the Nazi Holocaust in its surreal brutality. But there is a fundamental difference between these two atrocities. No Jewish army posed a threat to Germany. Hitler targeted the Jews and other weak groups solely because of his own demented beliefs and the prevailing, prevailing prejudice of the time. The, the Rwandan Hutu genocidaires, as the people who killed during the genocide were known, were also motivated by irrational beliefs and prejudices. But the powder keg contained another important ingredient, terror. Three and a half years before the genocide, a rebel army, mainly Rwandan Tutsi exiles known as the Rwandan Patriotic Front, or RFP, had invaded Rwanda and set up camps in the northern mountains. They had been armed and trained by neighboring Uganda, which contained continued to supply them throughout the ensuing civil war in violation of the UN Charter, organizations of African unity rules, various Rwandan ceasefire and peace agreements, and the repeated promises of the Ugandan presidents, Museveni. During this period, officials at the U.S. Embassy in Kampala knew that weapons were crossing the border and the CIA knew that the rebels growing military strength was escalating ethnic tensions within Rwanda to such a degree that hundreds of thousands of Rwandans might die in widespread ethnic violence. However, Washington not only ignored Uganda's assistance to the Rwandan rebels, it also ramped up military and development aid to Museveni and then hailed him as a peacemaker once the genocide was underway. The hatred of the Hutu genocidaires unleashed represents the worst that human beings are capable of. But in considering what led to the disaster, it is important to bear in mind that the violence was not spontaneous. 
It emerged from a century or more of or more of injustice and brutality on both sides. Although the genocideers struck back against innocents, they were provoked. Listen to this carefully. They were provoked by heavily armed rebels supplied by Uganda while the U.S. looked on. Now let's take another angle at this story. This comes from Operation Crimson Mist, electronic slaughter in Rwanda. Spooks now use technology in Baghdad that was proven on one million dead Africans in Rwanda. This is by Joe Vials, May 29, 2003. The original title was African Mind Control in Baghdad. I'm sorry, American Mind Control in Baghdad. Operation Crimson Mist. So you remember that Operation, the slaughter was from April to July of 1994. Operation Crimson Mist. During the late afternoon of 6 April of 1994, a hail of cannon shells tore through the fuselage of a commercial airliner flying overhead central Rwanda. Several seconds later, the blazing plane exploded on impact with the ground, killing President Habi Aramana of Rwanda, President Nitayaramia of Burundi, and most of their senior government officials. In that fatal millisecond of time, the entire political command structure of Central Africa was decapitated, leaving the way open for Operation Crimson Mist, the most obscene terminal mind control experiment ever mounted by the United States of America against a sovereign nation. That crimson mist has been used again recently on a smaller scale in Iraq is now beyond doubt. As Haibarimina and his colleagues made their death dive, a small group of American men and women lounged around a large hut at the edge of a discreet gravel airstrip a few miles from Rwandan capital, Kigali, temporary home for their three unmarked C-130 Hercules transport planes. All crew members carried forged credentials, show, forged credentials showing them as atmospheric researchers employed by an authentic civilian American agency, but those were only for emergency identification if one of the aircraft was forced to make an unscheduled landing on unfriendly territory. For all practical security purposes, neither they nor their three large air aircraft were even in Africa. That's called plausible denial. When news of the president, presidential crash came over the VHF radio, one of the Hercules planes was swiftly prepared for takeoff. The flight engineer checked the attachment of the RATO, rocket-assisted takeoff packs, while the scientists made final adjustments to a large microwave dish mounted on the rear loading ramp of the aircraft. It was this strange and esoteric piece of equipment alone that would directly contribute to the deaths of more than one million African civilians during the hundred days that followed. Though completely silent in operation, the single microwave dish had more killing potential than a whole squadron of AC-130 Spectra gunships armed with 50 Gatling cannons. Though officially tagged as an experiment, none of these present had any doubt that this was merely a cosmetic cover for the gruesome operational work ahead. Each member had been carefully vetted and then vetted again 
by U.S. intelligence to ensure that they had the right stuff and were philosophically committed to two objectives. First was the evolving need to control and eliminate political dissent by remote means in the run-up of the 21st century. And second was the need to stem or reverse massive population increases across the world, which threatened to overwhelm existing natural resources, especially water and food. Intrinsically, this required a willingness to commit mass murder, and everyone present had, present had passed the critical test with flying colors. As the Hercules engines started there with a roar, American agents in Kingali were working alongside local civil servants and members of the Rwandan security force, ramping up political or a, pu- a public suspicion about foul play in the presidential crash. This is what operatives do, by the way. Embed start doing what's called a whisper campaign. And as the whisper campaign goes on, people then start to talk about it and, and they fuel the suspicion, which then they tag as conspiracy. So, you're urged, by, urged on by corruption, urged on by corrupt officialdom, Hutu tribesmen started marching on Tutsi tribesmen and threw a few rocks at them, innocent enough at the outset, although with a few nasty machete cuts here and there. But then the C-130 Hercules made a careful, calculated pass directly over the advancing Hutu, and they suddenly went berserk. Eyes glazed, the mood of the Hutu crowd went from simple anger to uncontrollable rage, and within minutes, hundreds of assorted Tutsi body parts were flying through the air. What the Hercules that's the C-130 Hercules crew had just achieved has been an open secret since the late 50s when researchers accidentally discovered that there is a precise control brainwave for literally everything we do and for everything we feel. The problem back then was that each of these control brainwaves, rage, fear, panic, lethargy, vomiting, and so on, had to be transmitted with the accuracy taken out to a three decimal places or they simply did not work at all. But as the years rolled by, and with the advent of transistors and microprocessors, the operational applications of precise control brainwaves became practically or practical reality. It is important to note that the lethal trick repeated hundreds of times by the C-130s in Rwanda during April and July, or April to July of 1994, was not classic mind control in the ultimate conspiratorial meaning of the term where people claim to hear complicated messages inside their heads or where it is feared that the NSA or similar intend to turn everyone into a helpless zombie by implanting electronic chimps in their arms or necks. Huh. I guess we're already there, so that's good. Good news for that one. Don't worry, we're just in a zombie apocalypse. They just haven't done the C-130 flyover yet. What the C-130 crew were actually engaged in was electromagnetically augmenting a pre-existing state. Remember electromagnetics. We're going to come back to that. Remember that the agents and security service personnel first had to point the Hutu tribes, tribesmen in the direction of the Tutsi and induce reasonable anger and make sure they were appropriately armed. Only then could the C-130 go to work with its precise brain control wave of rage augmenting and thus upgrading crowd behavior from that of angry demonstrators to uncontrollable genocidal maniacs. 
although not classic, that was and is unquestionably mind control for the simple reason that external means were being used to force an irresistible change in behavior. So there you go, Rwanda. I want you to start reflecting on what we just went over because we have now been through a period of the last five years where you have key groups that have been promoting violence and hate. And they've been building up a rage on this, the other side, which would be our side. And recently, if you backtrack to what they've been doing, they have suddenly been exposing, or I should say exposing themselves, the groomers and all the people that are out here grooming kids. And we've been having an open border to, to foster and fuel the hatred for those that are illegally here. And we've had at least four years of rage and hate claiming that white people are the problem, black people are the superior race, that they're the oppressed class and that there's white privilege everywhere. And the first thing the media comes out today with is the fact that this was white supremacy, even though this guy, Salvador Ramos, is Hispanic. But who cares, right? That's just a fine detail. We also have the implementation of 5G across this entire nation right now. It's everywhere, and it's going like crazy. And they're, they've been accelerating it as much as, pro, as possible. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but your cell phone emits electromagnetic fields. And not only that, but they can be adjusted, and they can be targeted, and they can be refined to affect mood and behavior, especially when you add color to the apps. And so you, have, you are literally carrying a device equal potential, with potential equalness to the microwave device that was in the back of the C-130. Each one has one. Now with this, there's a few other things that usually go along with it. We've already seen it. This is why I brought up the therapist. We need to know if you had a therapist. Almost every one of these shooters has a therapist. And almost every one of these shooters is on some sort of cocktail of drugs. And almost, I would argue that the other thing we need to look at pretty carefully here is who was, who was in, injected with the death shot. It's important to ask. It has to be known, but they're not going to do it. But it's still his questions we need to demand answers to. We are in a crazy, crazy time. I'm going to play a short clip from you for you here. And I'm going to kind of narrate it as need be as we go along. And this is from the Kingsman. And this is the Kingsman. I'm going to give you a setup on this. This is the begin. It's two minutes of a long and very graphic scene of the Kingsman when the senior guy in the Kingsman goes into a church. And what's been happening in this whole movie, remember, they always tell you what they're going to do. There's been this new free phone offer for everybody to get these free phones with new SIM chips. And he goes into the church 
and they start out with a very fire and brimstone type sermon that is really fomenting a lot of the anger and hate among the congregation. It's important. Again, the same principles. And we get to the point where the Kingsman is about ready to leave. And the bad guys trigger the frequency response from the cell phones. And what ensues is one of the most graphic and bloody scenes ever put in fiction film. And it all happens within a church. Take a listen. Who doubt this is the wrath of God? Our filthy government condones sodomy, divorce, abortion. And yet some still doubt this is the work of the Antichrist. You do not have to be a Jew, a nigger, a whore, or an atheistic science-loving evolution spouter. Charming sermon. Can you see Valentine anywhere? So, my friend, although he is a just God, he is justly... You sure we're out of range? We're over a thousand feet away. What's wrong? What if the calculations are wrong? You just have to trust me. Jew nigger fag lovers and the devil is burning them for all eternity. Excuse me. Where are you going? Hey, what's your problem? Oh, shit. He's leaving. I'm starting to test now. Hope enough of these freaks have our thin cards. Signals being activated. It's building. He's dialing it up. It's now beginning to affect the brain waves. He's now hit max. Shooting begins. See if I can't watch this. Oh, but we'll feel good about it. Play some cool music anyway. Trying to buy him down please. I didn't expect it to be that effective. What kind of response are we talking? 100%. So everyone's been affected, whether they have a SIM card or not. And we get the added benefit of wiping out the kingdom. And we get the added benefit of wiping out the kingdom. It's all right there. The Kingsman. This film is, it's a kind of a James Bond thriller type film. And they've mapped it out. And in fact, James Bond is an interesting series in all to watch because they have been mapping out a lot of this, as has the Mission Impossible, of the types of networks that we're dealing with. But this is a very specific effect, a specific effect dealing with a frequency that was generated by a special SIM card that was coming out of cell phones that was transmitting a signal to people's brains to cause them and trigger them to be violent. This is textbook right out of what we just went over, Operation Crimson Mist. So I'm going to really challenge you to start asking some hard questions about all these active shooters, and it's important. We have to stay level right now and not get emotional. Prayers for those that have been sacrificed. I'm taking anything away from that. But now we've got to be Sherlock Holmes sleuths, seriously. 
We have to be digging and asking hard questions. We need to be pressing others to do the same. And it's critical because unless we start pressing for truth, this garbage is going to keep going on and on. There's too many issues here that are big questions. There's too many pre-programs that have been tested. And this technology from the time of Rwanda in 1994 to today is light years ahead. Their ability to miniaturize, compartmentalize, package, and deliver is completely different. Like I said, they don't need a C-130. They only need your cell phone. So just FYI, I'd be pretty cognizant about when and where I bring my cell phone. And a Faraday cage or Faraday bag is probably not a bad idea just to carry it that way normally. And then when you need it, take it out. We're dealing with a crazy level of warfare. This is fifth generation warfare and beyond because it's using the very tools and instruments that you've become accustomed to, we've all become accustomed to, and it's using them as weapon systems against us. It's one thing in the cell phone side, which they have done brilliantly, by the way, and they have because they've designed the cell phone to be an addictive appliance. And they do that because basically for every user of a cell phone, there's a team of engineers out there that is looking at how people use it, what their behavior patterns are, and how to enhance their addiction to the device. So it's no accident that engineers study and work with the designers of gambling games. Everything from your little notations that pop up, that give you alerts, that's equivalent to the sort of things that you get when you do, do lottery or slot machines. The colorations, the different colors on the apps, Apple changes color tone specifically based on brain frequency and brain response. They did that about five years ago when they made a big color change on their palette. It was all geared towards making the phones more addictive. The whole concept of alerts, for example, colors, the, the constant updating that people want, the likes, the way it's done, everything is geared towards drawing you in. And to increase your following, they, there's certain things that you, people start to learn. They, it's just like working with a monkey in a cage. They do a bad behavior, you don't feed them a banana. You do a good behavior, you, whatever that is, whatever that behavior is that you want them to, to continue with, you feed them a banana. Human beings are fundamentally that stupid. You give them a, an app or an, an appliance of this type and they start working on social media and they go, oh, wow, look, that post did a lot really well. I think I'll do the same. I'll do another one like it. And pretty soon it does well. Why? Because we know that the bots are driving it and they're in, improving that behavior. So they're tunneling and channeling behavior of people through this cell phone. But it gets worse and darker now because we have all sorts of things going on. We know that we have 60% of our population, at least that's what we believe, 60% of our population has been injected with some sort of devious technology, mRNA, graphene oxide, lipid nanogel, all of these things that are developing spike proteins that are literally, and this is the key piece, don't forget that in the introduction of mRNA, they told everybody that they would have the ability to update your immune system operating system. They just didn't tell you how or what they were going to update it with. Also keep in mind that the graphene oxide and the nanotech can all, and, and the spike protein, which is wrapped in the lipid nanogel, they can all pass through the blood-brain the blood barrier. That gets that network and neural network running into your mind. Now, I'm not telling you that any of this is confirmed or even suggesting that 
Salvador Ramos was one of these. But we have some hard questions to ask to understand how this young man went from zero to killing fields in one step. And there's a lot of open questions that any good journalist would be asking. But since we don't have journalists, we have propagandists and seditious conspirators against the state. They're never going to ask these questions. We have to. That's our duty and our obligation. And we have to absolutely press every politician, everybody that's speaking in the public about this, to ask the hard questions. It's bad enough that there's 18 people dead. But we are going to have to demand some background on all of this. And I mean that. We also need to hear from the families. And we want to know who the families are. And that may not be a comfortable thing to say or do. But the problem right now is the only tunnel we have, and I use that term specifically, the only tunnel we have to reality is what's coming out of mainstream media news. We have little independent reviews of this, and we have not a single politician that's willing to ask the hard question. And, of course, when you have the mouthpiece of the CIA, the the CNN, already spouting gun control, you can sniff a rat right there. What I will tell you is the fact that where we are today And the fact that Sussman, in the Sussman trial today, that the FBI was implicated in the criminality that went along with the Russiagate scandal, which now is another massive rabbit hole that we have all known since this whole thing began. We knew it was there. But the rest of the world was still sleeping, worried about little things like wearing a mask and making sure it looked nice with smiley faces and glitter and making sure that they got little smiley stickers that said, I got my shot. While this whole investigation was going on, and while the FBI and others of the deep state were ramrodding propaganda down everybody's throat, any logical person, anybody, would ask a simple question. What's the probability of a mass shooting occurring in a school with children on the same day that in the Sussman trial, the FBI was indicted? Those are hard questions that have to be answered. One other thing, I didn't mention it in the questions, but it's important to ask. We need to find out if there was an active shooter training event happening anywhere. This is always there somewhere. Was there an active shooter training event that happened within the last few days anywhere in the area? I want you to keep in mind that after 2001, CAG, also known as Soft D, also known as Delta Force, did a threat assessment for the United States and looked at vulnerable targets and the most vulnerable targets for terrorist attacks. What they determined in 2002, roughly, was when that report was completed, roughly, is that schools were the most vulnerable and and most ideal soft target for a terrorist group. They were ideal because it would consume the media They were ideal because it was going after children and it incited massive fear in the public. It was ideal because schools were were vulnerable in themselves. And so there's a lot of pieces to this. It's textbook out of what a terror-minded network would want to do. Not suggesting that Salvador Ramos is a terrorist, but it sure would be nice to know where he came from. And if he came across the border, if he's an American citizen, we also want to know in the school, was there any upgrades made for active shooters, particular in Texas? Was there a security guard on station? 
Was he armed? Were teachers armed? What did he encounter anybody going into the school? How did he get in so deep into the school? Where did he shoot them? All these questions have to be asked. Did he bypass the security? How? Did the security guard confront him? If so, why wasn't he stopped? How did he get through with a Daniel Arms assault rifle and no one saw it? Was he wearing a long trench coat in May in Texas? Questions you have to ask constantly and dig for truth. This is all the things that you have to continually dig at and ask and ask because until we get into the bottom of this rabbit hole, we're not going to get the truth on this and we need truth. Again, not taking away anything from those who have lost family members, but we also need to hear from them. It's important. This thing smells and it doesn't smell of the false flag of what, like what, Others have accused Sandy Hook of being, this smells of a false flag in the terms of how this active shooter came to being, where he came from, and his timing. That in itself is enough to start any good investigation and ask what's going on. And since you have the deep state fighting a military of some element that is everybody's keeping secrets and nobody wants to disclose the truth and no one ever wants to say that these events have been manipulated other than those two posts by Q, which are important, then that's up to us. That's our job, and we have to take it seriously. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come tonight with some heavy hearts with the news of this shooting, and we do pray for the victims of this shooting and pray for their families. And we pray for truth right now. We pray for the inspired energy, the righteous fire in people's hearts to stand up and start digging hard and asking the hard questions and demanding demanding that our politicians answer these things, demanding that our police departments answer these things, demanding that journalists do their job. We live in a world of lies, twisted, deceitful operations, constantly turning and churning, constantly doing whatever is necessary to invoke pain and fear to keep people away from truth. And so, Father, right now we pray deeply for just level-headedness, No emotional swings, nothing. We have to stay focused, Father, on this time, and we pray that we will have the level-headedness as a nation to step back, get past the emotional moments, put on our armor of God, and literally stand here in this moment to stand up to this evil and see with eyes that you give us to see and ask the questions that no one else wants to ask and demand the answers. And if we don't find it, Father, then we pray for the courage to find it, to dig, and to continually ask the questions until we get to the truth. And we pray as well, Father, that the truth will be heard. Guide us and protect us in this time. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Always the first reaction by so many is sadness and tears. Keep in mind that that is the, one of the first, one of the more important reactions that they want to get out of everybody because it blinds them. These people love your pain. I, I'm going to say this, and I don't say this very often, but when it comes to these people that run these operations, the word hate doesn't even come close. And I don't kid when I say things. I, may, I do kid a bit, but I'm dead serious when I tell you I'd be the first one at that elevator kicking their butt in that shaft all the way down to the lake of fire. You do not 
play these games on the public. You do not sacrifice kids for your damn two-bit God. And that's all this is about in the end of the day. Let those fires of righteousness burn in your belly. This is a very serious time. Keep your head on a swivel, too. Don't take anything for granted. Don't go after people irrationally. We need to stay level-headed, and our job right now is truth. Find the truth and share it and question everything. They want us to seek vengeance. We will not. That's God's job, and he'll do a mighty job at that. But we will hold this line, and we will not break this line, and we will not bow to any of this, and we will pursue the truth, and we will share the truth as we will share the word of Christ. And everything else, it can find its seat in the lake of fire. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up and stay united, patriots. We pray together. We pray in unison. We pray individually, but we're all praying for the same direction. We're praying into the heart of God. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But right now is a great example that we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 